Welcome to the Conscious Effort Podcast, everybody. I'm Tyler, and I want to give you a brief warning before we jump into episode 13, because this is not going to be our usual banter. We came in Wednesday to record our regular podcast, and on the way, a New York Times article was published about Ryan Adams. The headline reads, Ryan Adams dangled success. Women say they paid a price. We'll include a link to the full article in the description, but I want to read a brief excerpt to frame this conversation. Quote, several women say Adams offered to jumpstart their music careers, then pursued them sexually, and in some cases retaliated when they spurned him. He denies the claims. In interviews, seven women and more than a dozen associates described a pattern of manipulative behavior in which Adams dangled career opportunities while simultaneously pursuing female artists for sex. In some cases, they said, he would turn domineering, vengeful, jerking away his offers of support when spurned, and subjecting women to emotional and verbal abuse and harassment in texts and social media. The accounts have been corroborated by family members or friends who were present at the time, as well as by correspondence from Adams reviewed by the New York Times. End quote. Now, this news was incredibly jarring to us. Uh, Ryan Adams has been mentioned on previous episodes of ours. In fact, our very first Ladies' Night episode was centered in large part around Ryan Adams and Tracy's friends from the Ryan Adams archive. So instead, what you're going to hear is our raw, unfiltered reaction to this news as we discovered it. It's not smooth, and we frequently struggled to find the right words, so forgive us for that. And with that, we'll jump into episode 13. Heard some bad news today, didn't we? Some devastating news. Uh, Actually, like, I'm, like, really crushed and I don't. Just a few hours ago, actually. Too bad those prescription sunglasses didn't help with foresight. Yeah, that's mm. true. That's true. You have something going on on your chin. Like, I don't. Is that tissue or. Like, Probably. You had this one. I just chin. blew my nose real hard. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, <laughs> tissue. You exploded cool. the tissue and yeah. it was all over your face. Yeah. <laughs> so. You I, gotta get the ultra strong. Don't get the ultra soft. We should probably clarify this uh, going into it. At the time, uh, this news had just come out just about yeah. three hours ago. No, so, I, no, I'm, at the time it was less than an hour. Well, what I mean, at, at, at this present moment, yeah, 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 while yeah. we're talking about this, this news had just come out about three hours ago, so I'm sure there'll be some developments between now and when you all are hearing this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So who wants to drop the news? Tracy? It should be Tracy. Tyler? Somebody? Okay, um, so... I'm sure a lot of our listeners can tell already if they've been listening to the podcast, but especially the people that, that know me personally, like the things that they know about me, well, that I love cats and I love music, but like, like I'm a huge fan of Butch Walker and Ryan Adams. So just as a disclaimer, this isn't about Butch Walker, but it, this bad news is about Ryan Adams. And um, so I've been following his music for a long time and I have a lot of close friends that I've like traveled to to see and I talk to some of these people every single day they're like family like some of my best friends like I'm closer to them than some of the people I know in real life um and it's all kind of been built on like our passion and our love for this music but not just that like the person that creates the music you know we we so we know that he has we already knew that he has problems but I was trying to explain to Justin earlier like I know he has some some issues some faults yeah he has some issues um what are some of his his issues in the past 
Um, he's very much like a narcissist. Um, he's had drug and alcohol problems. He, you know, doesn't know how to deal with, um, rejection and, and a lot of the things that are going on in his life. Um, and he, he tends to like blast that on social media, which I've always kind of like, like appreciated because I'm like, okay, well, there's this person who's kind of one of my heroes, but he's a real person. He's, so it was yeah. kind of nice just to like be like, I, I actually know him, you know, like I know. And it humanized him somewhat. Exactly. Like I was like, he has, like everybody has problems, but you don't normally know about him. But like he's got these real issues and I'm kind of like watching him like try to figure out how to deal with them. Well, and you're seeing some self-improvement perhaps. Right. And so yeah. I was just like trying to be a supportive person and fan and, you know, I'm, I built all these good relationships with all these other fans. Um, Would you say, in a way, the problems that he goes through um, possibly helps endear some of his fans to him? Like, oh, yeah. Of, like and you they, said, some of his uh, and they could be addictions and stuff like that. And they that, could, that, be right. could be relatable. Absolutely, especially with the music that he creates. Um, a lot of his music is really sad. And he's he's a very good songwriter, so I think a lot of the fans kind of like use his music to get through the different stages of their lives and their problems that they have on a day to day basis. Um, so what is the what was the bad news? So this, this is the latest. Okay, the well, so this I mean, like I said before, he kind of blasts what's going on on social media and like attacks people, which isn't respectful at all. Um, so this it's morning, funny, though sometimes, it, it, it yeah, in a way, I guess I could, but it's really not like at the root of the issue. It's really sad. So um, wait, I, I don't mean this. Okay, I mean okay. like his attack, attacking okay. his critics and the, stuff like that. Yeah, the facts that that he engages directly with fans. Right, right. It can it can they, be hilarious. Yeah, whenever, well, whenever someone may say like, "Oh from, man, I hate from, this song," from, he's the kind of person that will comment directly. To yeah, you. yeah. And be like, "How many great songs have you written?" Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So. Um, and he'll like attack authors and stuff. They mention him in his book or whatever. But, um, so he posted this morning, um, a screenshot of like the, uh, what's the word? Logo. The, the New York Times logo and the caption was like, fuck you. Pardon my French or whatever. But, um. So that wasn't on there very long. That's another thing he does. He attacks somebody or posts something really bad and then he'll like take it down. Mm. But it was on like Twitter too. And then he deleted it and put something else and like made like weird threats and was like, oh, I'll come after you. Like whatever. Uh, he, he ended up deleting all of that. But um, so like a lot of the people that I know and a lot of the people that I, I see post on the archive and some of the other fan pages that I follow we're kind of like just waiting for something to happen all day. You're all kind of wondering, what is this in response yeah. to? Or what, oh, is, what is this all about him and the New York Times? Right. But at the same time, like this kind of thing happens with him so often that we were like, oh, it's probably something dumb. It's not going to be a big right. deal. It's like, like a review. Yeah. Or, it's just know, like something. Yeah. Who, you know, kind of shrug your shoulders like, oh, I expect to see something later. I wonder what it's about. But mm. it's kind of like you go on with your day. But this was way more serious. Right? Oh, yeah. So he posted this. uh well, not he didn't post it. New York Times po posted an article about um, 
Well, I'll just read the name of the article. <clears throat> I've got it pulled up here as well. So it's the New York Times, and it says, Ryan Adams dangled success. Women say they paid a price. And it's just, you kind of read that and go, okay, well, I know he kind of manipulates women. That's like nothing new. So then I started, I was in the drive-thru at CVS and I was just kind of like browsing through it. And then I get to this part about a minor and I was like, not someone who extracts ore from the ground. Right. Yes. So I just like shut down for a minute and I was like, I can't keep reading this. I have to like wait until I'm home. Right. And, uh, so, I, I finished the article when I got home and I was just like thoroughly disgusted and like not really surprised, but kind of like shocked, but like overwhelmingly disappointed and kind so, of kind of embarrassed right. to have gone so far down the Ryan Adams rabbit hole and become such a huge fan like super fan like i'm a huge fan of his i i imagine you probably feel a little betrayed yeah that's you know? a good word for it like it's you know and that's it's hard to use that word because especially in this context like right. on this context like all those other women were absolutely like betrayed and like the abused oh yeah like in the absolute worst way yeah. um but yeah i i do kind of feel like duped you know, just kind of like, <clears throat> I thought I knew that he was this real person with all these issues, but I had no idea. I have not read the article. <clears throat> I think we should I've, probably explain to people more what this article yeah, says I and what not, it's about. I have not read the article, but uh, the other three here have. Uh, so I, I was at work all day, but I've been informed. Uh, it sounds like, to me anyway, and you can you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like to me that there's been multiple instances where people have come forward. I mean, just in this article. Right. That uh, experienced very similar. And, you know, if it was one person, uh, an isolated incident, you know, I would be, you know, more likely to give the benefit of the doubt, you know, because there's, there's lots of motivation behind accusing somebody uh, of, mm -hmm. of, of something this serious. But when we're talking six or seven people... Uh, it's hard to deny the fact that there's a pattern. And, uh, well, based on what, what I've been told, uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the worst, the worst thing that he could be accused of, you know? And it's just like, it's heartbreaking. Well, also, it's not, I, I guess... Uh, furthering what you were saying about it, not at this point, not being like a he said, she said kind of thing that he can just shrug off and say, no, it didn't happen. And you right. have to choose one or the other. Um, before the Times wrote this article, they had access to thousands of Over text 3, messages and emails between him. So and, they saw the pattern way before they published. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they gave him ample time to tell his side of the story or whatever, and uh, it he's only been speaking through his lawyer and, and basically just categorically denying everything, even though it sounds like the evidence against him is undeniable. Oh, right? yeah. And that's the worst part about it for me is that he's not, like... Owning it. Yeah, yeah. And, and because it's so 
damning and so obvious. Like, well, it could be at this point he's simply trying to stay out of jail. I mean, some some some, oh, some yeah. of these states. I mean, depending on what state it is, the statute of limitations could be uh, could be a big deal. You yeah, know? I'm just I'm just. Uh, and they well, kind of touch on like the legal side of it in the article a little bit. To clarify, yeah. uh, a lot of the accusations in this article, uh, the New York Times says, has been corroborated by uh, friends and family members right. that mm-hmm. they've also interviewed mm-hmm. or that were related uh, to the victims or present at, at different right. times. And also to be clear, this is commentary on the article. It's not that we're uh, saying for sure that anything is true. Oh, yeah, like, I for sure, like, wish that it weren't. Yeah. I I, want to read this real quick here just to clarify that. Um, According to the New York Times, the accounts have been corroborated by family members or friends who were present at the time, as well as correspondence from Ryan Adams reviewed by the New York Times. Yeah. Well, yeah, so it's got a... Legally, we should say this has a huge allegedly in front of it. Right. Yes. Um, So... uh, any, any, you know, so any, like, any not, question at all. We're all not, entitled to our own opinions uh, yeah. on it. It's going commentary. back to what you had said about right. the, uh, the the text messages that were available. It says, the Times has reviewed extensive communications between uh, the two. At this time, they're referring to Ryan Adams and the minor that was identified mm-hmm. in the article. Uh, this includes 3,217 text messages that they exchanged over a nine-month period when uh, this woman was age 15 and 16. And Ryan was over 40. Yeah, I believe at this time he was either over 40 or had just turned 40. But yeah, he was somewhere he was age. He I'm, was 40 when they began okay, yeah. talking, when she was 14. I'm, I'm scrolling through here and I couldn't find it fast enough. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 when they, so when they started talking, she was 14 and he was 40. So uh, She's now 18. But according 44. to his lawyer, she looked approximately 20. 20. Yeah. Okay. I don't believe that. So how that's about what this? they that's what they say now looking back at at photos of her at the time yeah. that well she appears that she's at right. least 20. Well, certainly subjective. And and again, and, and that's, frankly, that's and that's what they that's what they say, that is what's been reported. Um this is not but, so much but, our commentary but on I this. I just want to clarify. Right. I just I just want to clarify that it's also mentioned in the article that um he consistently asked about her age making it pretty clear that he was worried about it and concerned and, like, even asked for her ID, which she didn't show him. And he even, like, said something like, well, you can be creative about how you show it to me. And just, like, it's super sleazy. But, like, they made it perfectly clear that he knew she was underage. And he even said something like, you have to keep our conversation secret. Your mom can even know, like, if people knew, they would call me R. Kelly. Right. The quote here is... If people knew, they would say I was like R. Kelly, LOL. Which is just disgusting. And regarding her uh, identification, uh, he says, quote, you have to convince me uh, in the hottest way that has ever been done, LOL. Yeah. This, oh. is, this is according to the text messages reviewed that by the New York Times. That makes me want to vomit. Like, All right, so... Now, you mentioned earlier, you've, you, this especially uh, makes you feel strange because you have exchanged messages with Ryan Adams. I I didn't even reach out to him. So in this was in like 2017, I think Um, he had seen, like I commented on one of his posts, just kind of like, 
about his cats or something and i was like oh what does your cat think or something and he like com liked the comment and commented back but then like a few minutes later i noticed that he liked some of my pictures and then i get a i was like oh my god right now it's like my pictures and then so like making it clear that he went through my profile mm -hmm. and then i get a pm from him just like asking about this t-shirt that my friend was wearing this was on instagram yeah it was on instagram and I remember kind of like, bra like we had a pretty long conversation and I remember like bra bragging to Justin and like some of my friends on the archive and I was like, oh my God, I played it so cool. And he like, he talked way more than me and blah, blah, blah. But I kind of like look back at that now and I'm like, oh my God, if I had acted like a super fan and like been like the way he probably expected as for me to be as a fan like i wonder how that conversation would have gone you know what i mean and that's different because like i'm in my 30s but that still makes me feel skeevy because he's was doing the same thing with children you know well uh, at least one yeah well and and but also i know that i look younger than i am so just like in a way, like it just sort of like hit me and I was like, well, that's pretty gross. And I don't feel good about that anymore. You know, mm -hmm. uh, to delve a little deeper into this article, aside from uh, the minor identified in this article, uh, there's also his ex-wife and his ex-fiance. Uh, his ex-wife, I believe, is Mandy Moore. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, she is one that has kind of corroborated some of his, you know, perhaps emotional abuse um proclivities well he kind of like held her back and held his success and power over her um you know she had been pretty successful when she was younger and she was trying to like work on more projects with him in the studio and uh he would kind of always just like like agree to ha like give her session time and then like would record other females that were there and he even went so far to tell her once you're not a real musician because you don't play music or you don't play an instrument, which oh, is just what, whatever. Right. Which is just like, because that, that is that her quote in the article. Me, that reminds me because Justin has like told people and told me that I'm a musician. And like, I would always be like, well, I don't play an instrument. And he'd be like, well, you used to, or like, oh, well, you have an ear for music that most people don't have, like, and kind of, like, explain to me the way that I am a musician. So, like, that's something that I thought about when I read that, and I was just like, wow, what a dick to even what say that. that. Or, wow, you Justin's I mean? really cool. Well, yeah, in a way, I was kind of like, wow, no, look at this, is, these two different perspectives. That's textbook manipulation, you know, mm -hmm. uh, forcing, well... <sighs> Basically, what he was doing was uh, trying, Controlling her. trying to harm her self-esteem. Oh, yeah. Intentionally, so that he could come in, like, he could be, like, uh, the uh, the reason she had self-esteem. So, once, once he, once she, like, she has to impress him. She has to give him something in order for him to give... Well, it's pretty clear Respect now that he for him to give what he wanted whatever. wasn't what she wanted him to want. He was ten years her senior at the time, and she was in her twenties. You know, so so, so there's a story about this uh, this minor. She was a musician as well. She was a bass oh, yeah, player. Yeah, yes. very yeah. talented. 
and have a ton of potential. She was uh, from New York. So she was a bass player, very or at least talented. Played gigs in New York, it says in the article. And uh, that's kind of like how so, he he started manipulating her. Right. Was with all these like, you know, big ideas and plans and promises. Like, oh, you could be successful. You, I can help you with your career. Which I can imagine for a 14, 15 year old would just be like, oh my god, this is Ryan Adams. You know. I mean, who's who's going to say no at that point? Right. I mean, it could have been any of us. Honestly, he's, he's manipulated you know? women in their twenties and thirties. So, you know? so uh, let's say you're not even a girl; you're just a guy. And some Dave Grohl. If Dave Grohl was to call me today, say, "Hey, I heard something that you did. Uh, oh, I kind of, right. I kind of want to work with you." Your first answer is going to be, "Oh fuck yes." How naked do I have to get? <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that's that's like the fourth question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, you do you. <laughs> I knew this was coming. I'm literally already getting tons of messages from people in my messenger, like uh-huh. just like linking the article. Like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I haven't said anything about it because I don't know how to talk about it. Right. These are your friends that know you as as a fan of Ryan Adams or right. friends of yours just, from the Ryan Adams no, archive? No, so I've already been talking to people from the archive just because, like, obviously we're going to immediately go to just each other. Just don't listen to the podcast but, on Monday. But I'm getting, f- <laughs> like, like Freddie, like, yeah. and I didn't, you can blurt out, bleep out his name or whatever, but I I needed to say his uh, name right just, now. Just Freddie. Like Freddie. Freddie. Okay, so just maybe get rid of it. Freddie. Out of respect. But yeah, I literally <laughs> just got a message from him and he's like, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I I know about it, but I don't know what to say. Like, I'm I'm so... Floored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like I, I'm, su- I'm not surprised. Like, not at all. Like, I 110% believe it. Like, mm-hmm. it's like... That- of course I believe it, but I'm like, just... So... disappointed (laughs) what i find most damning in this is the fact that the women that are uh printed in this article uh they come from uh mixed backgrounds oh yeah different ages too well and there are women who he never met in person that report the exact same experiences as people that he met in person people that he worked with people that he was married to Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they all have the same story, right? right. Uh, so I think it's very hard to say that it was an isolated incident, or that well, this person maybe it just seemed this way because everybody that seems to have been in contact with him, regardless of the context, seems to report a similar sort of experience. So this is my question: Is there? I, again, I have not read the article. Uh, is there any? Uh, legal ramification in this? I'm not like, sure. They kind of like, touch on it a little bit. Is, but is there like, uh, I don't know, what's what's the word? There's a word for it. So uh, here, here's what I'll say about the, the legal side of it. So as far as, you know, his wife, his ex-wife, some of the musicians he's worked with that report, uh, you know, him possibly trying to leverage, you know, power for right. sex or whatever. There's no real no criminal yeah, activity. There's, yeah, there's, there's no real criminal charge for that. The only real criminal charge there would be would be in the case of this minor mm. uh, whom he never met in person. Um, but solicitation. What, and there's this incident about the let Skype me, call. Yeah, let, that's let, that's what makes it tricky because they never met in person. Let me scroll through and find person. it so that way I can yeah. quote the article and go not ahead. speak out of my ass. Yeah, go ahead. Because uh, <laughs> it's not the kind of thing that I want to get wrong. 
basically there's different rules for certain uh, solicitation of a minor through electronic means uh-huh. versus in person. Sure. And different states have different statutes as well as yeah. far as uh, age of consent and things like that. My um, understanding is like... It, it, okay. It, you go ahead, Tyler. So, I want to find the part about the uh, Skype call and then go to uh, the legal part of it. While you're looking for that, I'm going to go pee. Okay. Pee. I got to go pee. Oh, that was good. That was a good guttural kind of thing. Yeah. I've been P. working on my vocal fry. B. It's, it's easier when you uh, leak out from the flu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, I actually kind of like the way this one's going. I am... Um, I... To show to show so, the to show the serious side. I kind of I uh I'm trying to explain how I feel in a way that doesn't come off like You're the victim. Or yeah, mm-hmm. or like ultra feminist, which I am a feminist, and I think men should be feminists too, so like all Feminism, that. Feminism fem fem <laughs> It's not what people how people stereotype it. It's, it's respect for women and that's that's it's not it. even it's not even that, it's golden rule. Yeah. Right. right. Like this. This is the kind of this, thing. This is beyond feminism. This yeah. is golden rule. This is like, how do you want your daughter to be treated? Right. Well, I don't, feminism I don't or your just, sister just, just, or your mother. Feminism to me is is the belief that men and women are equals, and I one hundred percent believe that everybody should feel that way, especially sure. now. Sure. But so anyway, I'm not trying to come off as like the stereotypical feminist. You aren't. Are. But I'm just saying like I feel almost like my perspective is a little different than your guys's. Just and that probably wasn't grammatically correct, but I'm so fucking like all over the place right now that I don't even know how to talk. Well, but like maybe. so not just as like me being like the biggest Ryan Adams fan in the room or probably like the biggest Ryan Adams fan in this town or even larger than I don't know. Definitely in the room. But um I just feel like as a female, my perspective is a little different. And as a absolutely, this is maybe a little more than I would normally say on a podcast, but I don't care right now. Like as a person who has vague memories of being a child and maybe being taken advantage of way in ways that I shouldn't have been taken advantage of, I am just really having a hard time of this not just because of like what it is but because this is a person that I had so much respect for like I don't like using the word hero but like I loved him as a person you know like as a musician as an artist as like this huge influence on my life as this, his music has just like been like overwhelmingly influential to me. Um, I, well, I'm just, I'm fucking crushed. Like, I don't know. Like, this is and, just like, if the, uh, I found something out about a person that, I know in person that I love that I, you know what I mean? Like, 
I Not can, just because he's like a celebrity, but like he's a celebrity that I thought I knew and understood, you know, like. I can imagine that, uh, I mean, this kind of news can be. Well, it. it it's crushing, it man. It puts so much in perspective, you know, it puts so much in perspective about, you know, for all you know, some of these songs could be written about some really nasty subjects. Right. And these songs that you love and that you you felt like you had a connection to. Right. All of a sudden, they're they're no longer. Uh, and they, like they can't be as close to your heart, and, and as they could, as they could just as they, because as like they I'm were. never I'm never gonna be able to listen to his music the same again. Like and, I'm always gonna be like, so what does this really always, mean? It's always gonna be tainted. I I think that you can though because when when you're listening to that record. You know, whatever it is, whatever your favorite Ryan Adams record is right now. It's love as hell. Okay. <clears throat> Are you listening to that from the perspective of Ryan Adams? No. And imagining and, and all I, the things that he was going through when he wrote it? So or are I, you applying that those feelings to your own experiences? So I, I had I had actually been thinking about that when we were mm. just talking. Like I don't so when I listen to music, it's hard not to like wonder, like, especially if you know a lot about a musician mm. like Ryan Adams to go oh, well, this lines up with this time in his life and these people or, like, whatever. Mm. Yeah, you think about that stuff, but I also would, you know, like, his lyrics and everything would have different meanings to me. And and some of those songs, like, some of his songs, especially his earlier songs, like, have transformed over time for me and, like, they mean different things now than they would have, you know, years ago. Right. But I'm just saying, like, it's going to be impossible for me to listen to his music, at least for a while, without going... Without overanalyzing every little, every little line, every little lyric, every yeah, little, and not right. be like, oh well, this could mean that, like just because I overanalyze everything, you know what I mean? So, right. So perhaps this brings up the debate of separating art from artist. Mm-hmm. Um, That's so hard to do in this situation, right? Well, right. especially I, with I, someone, I certainly understand that, but, especially with someone like you who was so deep into the artist, right? And you were so involved. Like you're 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 literally talking to this guy. You're literally part of a, a I hate to say, it, I have but a family. Like, like a fan club. Oh yeah, less, but those people you know? are my. I consider them my family. You know, like some of we these women. We had them on the podcast. We had yeah. a few of them on the podcast. Over those the phone those women are like the big sisters I never had. Right. Like I called them my sisters. You know, like I oh. talked to them every day. And they're 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 feeling about the same as you. There was a yeah. significant portion yeah. of the first ladies' night that was. All about Ryan Adams and talking to the your your friends from the Ryan Adams archive about mm-hmm. your trip right. to, to Red Rocks. Right, um, these are like my best friends. Posters of, of that show, limited edition artwork. Yeah, yeah, from Red Rocks, and <laughs> um, and like I told Justin earlier, I was like, this is so fresh and so. I'm feeling so many like emotions about this that I don't think this is something that I could talk about on the podcast, but I also don't feel like we should or like it would be right. But he was like, you have to though. Yeah. You know, like you. I'm glad we did. And and here's the thing, like if we hadn't, like I just said a minute ago, like I'm already getting people like saying like, hey, what do you think about this? Just because like, like I said outside, like that's what people know about me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wear denim jackets and, you know, other jackets all the time that have like, you know, every one of my jackets has pins and patches. Right now, it's pins and patches and cold, like, roses. And, like, that's what people know. You know what I mean? The ups, <sighs> There is one upside to this. And 
I mean, I know this is probably a little bit more political than what we normally try to do, you know, but just the sheer fact that, and let me preface this with that, uh, I don't like the way that it's making you feel, you know, I'm seeing your pain and and how much trouble you're having with all this. Right, and, li- and listeners don't get to see your reaction you know, to this. And, they only get to hear and it, we, but those of know, us we, here recording this right now can like, see. We're recording this now, it's, but this has been a subject for like the two hours before the recording. And, you know... Um, I'm not surprised, but I'm I'm just, still like in shock. Just like, the pain. No, no, there's pain there. Like the, it's, that is palatable. Like you, you, you tell that it's... I'm conflicted. It, it, may, it may not even have hit you all the way yet, but... There's one upside to this is like in this day and age, you know, you know, you call it feminism, you call it equality, whatever. But the bottom line is, is this, this sort of thing has to stop, you know? Oh, yeah. And so the fact that, you know, these, the biggest names, Harvey Weinstein and, 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 Bill Cosby and all these things. The fact that the Louis C.K. the biggest names in the world are finally being held accountable to their creepy, terrible, terrible behavior is good for us all. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And I'm glad that it's yeah. out. Like I would hate to. Like I'm. I'm mostly like I'm kind of embarrassed and disgusted with myself for like being such a big fan. But how could you know? But I mean, yeah, I'm. You know, I'm glad that I know now, so that I can like. Well, I'm not going to try to so, see any so of his shows of, this year if he plays any. So part of what I wanted to tell you out there earlier, and we actually cut myself short because, you know, we wanted to try to save some some content, which, you know, sounds stupid. But, you know, our point was to talk about this thing live right here, you know, on the podcast. Extemporaneously as yeah. possible. And what, I'm, what I would tell you is don't feel bad for enjoying his music previously or, well i'm conflicted or, because or i can't have, like automatically just be like well i don't oh, like no, his I music anymore you, i don't expect you to but like i, I listen feel, to his music every day in a way i think you feel guilty yeah for liking some of this some of this music and you don't know what the subject matter is and and you're gonna continually question your question yourself about what the subject matter may actually be but at the end of the day you know no one knows what stairway to heaven was really written about no one, no one knows what, uh, I don't know. No uh, one knows Amber. what Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds yeah. was written about. Amber by 311. Anything else. Like any, any song. No one knows what these songs were really, really written about, except for the person who wrote it. What matters is, is that it touched you in some way. And you shouldn't feel bad just because the, the guy who wrote it is a fucking skis. Like... Even his you can sad still enjoy songs, the music. Even mm-hmm. his sad songs, you I feel like... You have my permission. Not that you need it, but you have my permission to continue to enjoy his music, even if you can't. And it's bullshit. It's so, bullshit that he put his fans, his family, and everybody else... He tricked us all. All of you. And that's bullshit. Well, that's something I was going to say. And when can you, you imagine being the poor little girl? Oh, I can't. You know, that's just... Uh, she, Justin was saying that she's 20-something now. Mm-hmm. She's 20. She hasn't played a gig since she was 16. Right. As reported in the New York Times, she's not played a gig uh, since her relationship with... And what yeah. the fuck. And she was a very talented musician. And 
it says by her teenage years, uh, her family was driving her uh, throughout New York City to play gigs with other musicians. Yeah, it's uh, fucked up. And she'd been playing since she was nine. So, uh, I mean, you could almost kind of call that maybe child prodigy sort of category where, you know, before you're in double digits, you're good enough to, to, to play this instrument with grown adults, mm-hmm. live music. Well, it just goes to show, you know, that uh, when once you hit a certain circle, it's, it's a fucking swamp, man. It's a fucking swamp. I... I'm just disgusted that, like, even, like, after the first time or two that this kind of thing happened, that he didn't go, you know, like, this is really fucked up, and I'm going to damage some people and possibly damage my career. Like, but he just kept risking everything to, to be this person. Like, what, what sounds about... Sounds like an addiction. What about anything that you know about him leads you to believe that he has a that level of insight into how his own mind works and be the ability or even desire to stop himself from doing something that he wants to do that someone else. You're right. Like without, cons- without consequences. Yeah. I don't like, because yeah. perhaps subconsciously that's why you're not surprised. Right. You right. might be incredibly disappointed, but you're not surprised. Oh no, not at, not at all. Like, like you, you, you believe it. You even and right off the bat, just, yeah. just reading it, like, yeah, I would believe that this. You yeah. even described him earlier as a narcissist. He is a narcissist, but like, that's not a reason to like turn against you know someone that you think is incredibly talented. And that's that's the thing. Like, despite all of his issues, despite Plenty of people have written narcissists out <laughs> well, of their lives completely, though, right, because but, they are manipulative. But and but that's the thing. Like, I truly believe every single person has some issues. In some way or another. And Progress, not I, perfection, perhaps. I just really kind of like respected him for kind of like, you know, wearing his heart on his sleeve and just kind of like being who he is mm-hmm. despite his issues and like letting us really get to know who he is or was or whatever. And like, I really liked having that glimpse at him as a person. And I just was kind of <laughs> like fascinated, really like. Oh, this is per- this person is so incredibly talented, and I want to know so much about him. And he has all these issues, and I'm kind of like, oh wow, this is really screwed up. But like, I really found that endearing, and it just kind of like made me appreciate him mm-hmm. and his music even more. But this is that that in itself can this be is, a, a tool for manipulation and, that's, and yeah. predatory behavior. That's kind of what I was thinking, to too. To be clear, this is completely unforgivable. Like, I'll never be able to be like, yeah, well, you know, like, no, this is right, it. Right, right. I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying, oh, you should have seen this coming or something like that. I can't like that. buy I'm, another I'm saying, T-shirt or go to another show ever again. Like, I'm, I can't. Right. Well, what, he, what I think Justin is saying is, like, in a way, he victimized everybody. Yeah, right. yeah, he's manipulated way, his fans into building a cult do, around him, you know. And so, just the sheer like you said that you had a, a, a real exchange with him, yeah. And you could have just as just as easily been, yeah. A and I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, oh, and you know, no, oh, he's looking at my pictures, no, so. but, at the, but at the time, not. I was like, oh my god, right? I just looked at my pictures, right. and he liked this, and it's, he did this, and sent me a message. Like he sent me a message, right. and I was like, this is so he cool. Was, but now I'm like. If I hadn't been playing it so cool, like if I hadn't been like going out of my way to not be a fangirl, like mm. how would that have gone? You wonder right. what other thoughts 
Yeah, Perhaps like he had at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wasn't looking at my shirt, my pictures, and liking the pictures because I was wearing a Ryan Adams shirt or a Metallica shirt or whatever. He was probably like, "Oh, she looks young," you know, like. Mm-hmm. Does any of this uh, is any of this more disappointing to you? Because, um, well, hold on, let me frame this differently. So, one of the other artists, still not the same way I want to frame this. One of the other women that's mentioned in this article uh, is an artist named Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, yeah. Uh, that you've also mentioned previously on the podcast. I love a favorite Phoebe. artist yes. of yours. Do you find it extra disappointing that another one of your favorite artists is mentioned by name in this article? I don't know how to explain that. I kind of was looking, like waiting for that. Not looking for it. I was, I was kind of expecting it because I already knew some things were kind of bad in that situation i guess we should explain to those who are less familiar with ryan adams and phoebe bridgers that it was somewhat known that they had a relationship that ended badly right but but it's it's so i kind of knew that he took advantage of her a little bit and was like oh you're the next bob dylan and whatever um i can make you successful and he kind of used her in that way to become closer to her. I kind of knew all that and I knew it was kind of like a skeevy person and always went after like younger women, but that's like nothing new. So I was That's just, men. Yeah. And so I wasn't really like, I was kind of like grossed out about it, but it wasn't that big of a deal. But like, there's a lot more detail about that in the article about how he kind of like made threats and like, oh, you can go on tour with me if you do this and this and this. And when she kind of like pulled back a little bit, it, things changed and, it's just like I know and, and some of the things that I know that I already knew before that article, after reading the article, it makes more sense what I already knew previously. Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of like even more disgusted about that. But I'm also just like I'm really proud of Phoebe for kind of like walking away from that and turning into something that she can use, you know, like she wrote. Um, her song Motion Sickness, which is arguably her best song. And um, she's one hell of a performer. And she's she's done a lot of cool stuff with Boy Genius. And she's got more stuff on the way. Um, but I'm just really proud of her um, for finding her own way. Because she could have been someone that would just like go, okay, well, I'll stay in this uncomfortable situation, you know, until we get this done and this done and, you know, whatever. You're proud of her for pursuing her career on her own terms. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, is Dead Oceans. So, Going back to what you were saying about one of the things that endeared you to Ryan Adams is the fact that he perhaps wore his heart on his sleeve. Do you think that's at all tied into maybe the notion of artists kind of all being somewhat flawed people? Like, for instance, if, if Ryan Adams... If he didn't have any sort of addictions, if he didn't have uh, any of these other demons, do you think that perhaps there would be less heart to wear on his sleeve, and perhaps you know his writing might not have uh, attracted as many listeners? Like perhaps his fans wouldn't be as endeared to him if he didn't have flaws. I mean, well, th- the thing is, he would have flaws. Like I don't, I truly don't believe mm-hmm. that, like nobody has any flaws. If he wasn't so open about them, it's not that I think he would have fewer fans. I think that maybe people wouldn't have been so, like, ride or die. Like, 
I hate to say this, but in a way, I almost liked him more because I got this uh, bigger picture of him than I do some of the other, like my my other favorite musician is Butch Walker, but it's like, you don't, he doesn't do as much as Ryan does these days. There's not, he doesn't tour as much. He doesn't, uh, you don't have the same access at, as you do with Ryan, not just like to his music or yeah. him like playing shows, but like to his, into his like personal life and his probably, mind. I think Ryan Adams probably, you know, up until now, <laughs> probably had a bigger social media oh, sort of thing. absolutely. And, you know, he had handlers and... His presence was just like yeah, overwhelming just, almost. Just huge. Uh, I guess this is, this is the way I see it anyway. You know, I, I, I'm not going through anything that, that, you know, anybody else is, but I guess the way I see it, the the part that bothers me the most is you know uh, the way he abused this power dynamic. Oh with, yeah, with uh, these other other artists, these female artists, and more or less just abuse him. I mean, Mandy Moore, Mandy Moore actually had a a, a top forty single, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. she was a a successful actress. Oh, she's mm-hmm. still you a successful know, she's actress. Still, you know. She's more successful <clears throat> now that she's divorced him. And so just imagine, just imagine someone like Mandy Moore being at the top of their game, you know, being mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a Disney artist, being oh. at the top of her game, and then all of a sudden this bastard yeah, it, fucks with her brain, fucks with her brain and, like, kills her career. Right, and, and according to the article... Um, he kind he, of like dragged her down, like you know, during the most pivotal years of her life. Early twenties. Yeah. Yeah, um, but he also uh, allegedly, again. Um, uh, Let's just go smoke. Can we do that? Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Go ahead. Now, what? No. Exa- what I'm trying to get at here, though, is: Do you believe an artist has the power to rob you of your previous enjoyment? From your past. This this emotional investment <clears throat> that you had 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago that brought you joy, does what happens now, does that have the power to rob you of that from the past? Do you suddenly well, look back on everything that you enjoyed previously? It's fucking tainted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so essentially what you're asking, do we feel allowed to continue to enjoy the music after what we know, Is no, that what you're or, even, or, or even, or even, or even, it goes back further than that and still enjoy it, right? Oh, okay. Uh, can, can if if there is a line mm-hmm. that is clearly demarcated that you can't enjoy anything from this point forward mm-hmm. or backward, where is that line? Where do you draw that line? Is it if uh, the person, if you, if you became enamored with that artist during your formative years, Mm -hmm. if that formed who you are as a person, and now you're feeling some kind of cognitive dissonance because this person shaped who I am, they turned out to be a piece of shit. Am I a piece of shit? No, I can't Uh, be a piece of shit. So I have to still like what they did. We we may be able to to, to draw a line with the artists themselves and look at them in black and white like, this is not acceptable. But how do you look at yourself and look at, like you said, your own formative years, your own experiences. Where do you yeah. draw that line? Do you look at that I in black and white? Right. And I think that's very difficult to do mm. from a personal standpoint. Sure. Yeah, I would struggle with that too. I, I guess I hadn't thought of it that way. 
I think the I problem that, that I think the problem that you're having, Tracy, with separating the art from the artist is that you fell in love with the art before you came to know who the artist is. As I and expect most people do. You've learned more about the artist and you've come to regard the artist in the same uh the, at the same like level of exaltedness, if that's a word, as you do it their is. art. <clears throat> and now you suddenly well, yeah, have to depose the artist from from that pedestal. With music but that I can love, can the art still remain I, up here? Yeah. Well, this is a question for our audience, frankly. You know, uh, we are may, you we, structuralists or post structuralists? We we, we, we <laughs> may not have some uh, hardcore uh, Ryan Adams fans, but I mean, just put yourself in in Tracy's position. I I think that she has, uh, well. I think that we put it on display how we all feel about this whole deal. Like, mm-hmm. it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks oh, from and, everybody's perspective, and and, and and especially from from Tracy's perspective. And I would say the whole reason I'm kind of you know challenging everyone else to think about this. You know, I went through something similar a year or so ago with a, a favorite artist of mine, brand new. And, and I, yeah. And I'll be quite frank. I don't want to get into it. Yeah, um, it's because it's hard. it is. A, oh, you don't want to say how you feel, but you're challenging everyone else to say how they feel. No, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm. I want to know what everyone else thinks about this sort of thing because these mm-hmm. are the same thoughts that I have. Right. This, um, this, and it is really difficult want... to think about and kind of reckon with. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're interested. So, let us know what you think. I mean, I mean, Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know, he's been convicted and whatnot, and. Terrible, terrible things, but I mean, what would you feel, you know, if your favorite artist uh, was accused of, you know, confirmed? Not just con- accused, but, but yeah, just like the, but, the evidence is overwhelming. Uh, plausibly accused. Alleged, Over- allegedly. Yeah, plausibly accused. I believe it. Uh, but no, it's difficult. It's difficult because. You know, we're all music fans, and we all relate to our prospective artists, like people that we really get. And uh, that's the that's the thing. I thought I got him. Well, I thought I was like, you know, you have issues, but I get it. And you know, well, you were wrong. <sighs> Sounds like I he got no you. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, he did. No, I guess, I guess that, that that would be my question to the audience is where do they draw the line between the artist and themselves and and their enjoyment of or the art? The artist imagine, and the art. The artist and the art even. Right, exactly. You know, imagine, you know, there is an artist on the wall and their art is is emanating toward you and there is this, you know, physical connection between you and them. Where do you draw that line between you and them? And where you can no longer enjoy not just the art, but even your past enjoyment from this art. Thank you, Tracy, for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Huge bummer. <laughs>